The book was better. All right. That was very close, I feel like. Hello, all everybody. All right, all right. <laughs> okay, Matthew McConaughey. Hello, everyone, <laughs> and welcome to uh, the Book Was Better podcast. I am Kaylee Clark. I am Taylor Collette. And uh, thank you for your patience for this episode, but it is finally here. <laughs> we're finally doing it. We're, we're, we've talked about it for a long time, but it's finally here. We are doing Holes by Louis Sakar. Psych Saker, Sacker. I don't know. I didn't look it up. I only ever read these things, these names in my head until now. Never had to say that out loud before. <laughs> no. We've talked about it. We've posted about it. Uh, then life got crazy, but it's happening <laughs> now. Yes. Um, before we get talking about it, any announcements that you can um, If you missed the mini sode from last week, that's full of announcements. <laughs> that's true. But that's like life announcements. Um, any podcast specific announcements? Uh, oh, I guess just like go recommend. Oh, we yeah, still we'll have um, our new calendar coming. So um, we really only have like one book picked out for after this. We have a lot of good options. And there's a lot of good options. So go vocalize in writing so we can narrow down those on options. instagram and facebook maybe look through and see what other books and other movies um have been suggested and if you're like oh yeah i really want that one like second it or be like yeah i agree do that one um to help yes. us narrow it down um so yeah you can let us know on our posts on either instagram or facebook about uh what what do you want us to do next anything else though I don't think so. I think that's I mean, obviously, if you haven't listened to the life updates, the life updates affect the podcast a bit. Um, but we are hoping to get into a bit more of a regular routine again. We're working on it. We're getting there. Um, the goal is that there will not be another little mini hiatus um, while I move. That's I'm not moving goal. across. I'm not moving across an ocean. So that helps. It helps a lot. <laughs> But we are doing holes today. So shall we get into that? Yep. All right. Holes by Louis Sacker. Saker. Sacker. Is there something that can tell me I'm supposed to say that? I'm just not going to say his name anymore. I'm just going to call him Louis. <laughs> Good old Louis. Way no, better. Um, Way better. <laughs> anyways, Holes, the book was published in 1998. And Holes, the movie came out in 2003. And OK, little little quick little story I have to tell because um, it made me feel super old and I'm not even 30 yet. I'm not even that old. We're not even that old yet. But it, um, I mentioned. Right. So I'm a, I, I work with a bunch of high schoolers and teenagers. Right. So kids who were born 2000 or not even 2000, right? Like they're like post 2004 at this point. And that's scary Jeez. to me. Yeah. They are little. And I mentioned that I was reading this book and they were like, oh, I don't know what that is. And I was just like, oh, like, have you what? at least seen the movie? And they're like, the movie. And I was like, yeah, the, the Disney movie Holes with Shia LaBeouf. And they had no idea what I was even talking about. What? And they were like, 
I don't know what that is. And so then the one kid like Googled it and he's like, oh, 2003. Yeah, that came out before I was born. And I wanted I wanted to die. (laughs) I was just like, what? Is it not required in school anymore? Uh, I remember it being like a required school reading. I don't know. I I know it won lots of awards. But that's my there's my little anecdote about how the youth of today don't know what this movie or book is. And that's depressing. So that is sad. This is like if you are really good youngin, And you listen and you're listening to this and you have not read or seen this. Do it. Read it. Though it'd be uh, a bit weird to listen to this episode if you haven't watched watch or read the movie. It. I don't know. Here's the thing. The movie is so good and it's on Disney Plus. So if you have Disney Plus, you can watch it. Yep. Um, the book is not very long. It's only like 250 no, it's a, pages. It's a pretty like, quick it's read. It's targeted towards, I think it's considered like a middle grade novel. Mm-hmm. Like it's targeted towards like 12-ish, right? Middle school age. Yeah. So, and it's really, it's just great story it's written well it's funny it's entertaining it's great anywho back to the thing so yeah the book was published in 98 and the movie came out in 2003 (laughs) which was 20 years ago oh yeah 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 how perfect happy 20 years happy 20th anniversary holes holes movie the movie what month did it come out in 2003 imdb doesn't tell me that information so I think it was earlier in the year. I think we missed the official release. Maybe. Anywho. The movie was directed by Andrew Davis. And the screenplay done solely by Louis Sackar. That that helps. That explains. That helps a lot. So much. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. that, that, That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. The music was done by Joel McNeely. And um, the casting, that's what I'm looking for. Casting was done by Kathy Sandrich Gelfond and Amanda Mackey. Great. Really good job all around on this film. Yeah, honestly, not a lot of complaints in this episode. This is going to be a very overall positive vibes kind of episode. Seriously. So... Brief little update. I'm stummering. If you aren't familiar, it's been a while for you. Holes is a story about a young boy, uh, 14, right? I think he's 14. Um, I don't think Shia LaBeouf was actually that young, right? But Stanley is supposed to be 14, based on Mm -hmm. the book. Who gets wrongfully convicted of stealing some famous athlete's shoes. When really they just fall on his head. They get thrown off and they fall on him. But nobody's (laughs) going to believe that. Right. Um, Because, you know, his family's got this curse. Um, And so he's wrongfully convicted because he's 14. He's sent off to like. Basically like juvie, but it's like a work camp juvie um, where all these boys, these troubled boys go out and they dig holes every day. Because the hard work of digging holes in this desert in Texas is supposed to build character. When really it's the warden is looking for the treasure of some outlaw that was said to have built like lost and buried her loot in this area. And it's her way of basically using. um, 
Free child free, labor. Free child labor. <laughs> mm-hmm. To get what yeah. she wants. So he gets yeah, he gets grouped up right with these other boys that you get to know um, in his tent, tent D. Um, but basically it's where this detention camp is located is also where his great great grandfather was once robbed by um kissing kate the person that the outlaw the that's outlaw. the word i'm looking for mm-hmm. yes the outlaw um and and that outlaw actually stole from his great grandfather and basically all this it's like destiny and all this stuff right because he manages to break the curse over his family and then they find the treasure, but the treasure was kept in his great great grandpa's like bag. So it has, and all of them have been named Stanley Elnats, right? So Stanley's Stanley Elnats the fourth. Yeah. And so with the because the bag has his name on it, he can say, No, it has my name on it. That's mine. And he has my to bag. Keep it. And all the luck turns, and Zero finds his mom again, and his dad finds the cure for um that's a slight difference there but right like his dad figures out what he was looking for and then the family's wealthy and everything happened it happens and it's all happy again yeah um but it's written in a really clever way with really fun flashbacks with really mm-hmm. fun characters and development um and relationships so there's my crappy summary now this movie <laughs> follows the book so well again <laughs> better than i remembered it doing it's it was hard to find anything to talk about for this episode <laughs> like near impossible so we're not gonna we're not doing the three two one grievances from each of us because there's because there's, there's not literally not enough to talk about um, they would all be anti-grievances <laughs> so we're just gonna do what we did i think when we also did the witches like we've done this format with a couple others where there mm-hmm. really wasn't as much to talk about um and we're we're just gonna have a conversation about the book versus the movie and talk both positives and negatives just mainly positives mainly positives it's such uh, a good movie it's such a good movie so um where do you want to start <laughs> well, I mean, let's start with the obvious reason why this was so good. It's like, yeah, the same guy that wrote the book wrote the screenplay. Like, I don't understand why this doesn't happen more often. I guess some writers probably don't feel as comfortable writing screenplays. Well, the thing is, is that writing a screenplay is different than writing a book. Yeah. Like, it is. Yeah. And I feel like we've covered others other movies where the author did take part in writing the screenplay Mm -hmm. and it hasn't always been that successful because they weren't the sole screenplay writer i guess so oh i hear jimmy oh hold on okay oh good okay all right um what what was so yeah so he was the oh he was the sole die on this one so obviously it's like there was no other i'm sure the director or maybe the producer you know had a say in it but overall he was the one writing it and so it makes sense that the story is gonna be pretty true to the story (laughs) 
like well, booked but a also, movie. The director, Andrew Davis, mm. is a very good director. Yeah. Yeah. Like he directed The Fugitive and The Guardian. <laughs> Collateral Damage. He's done a lot of like action films. Mm hmm. And things, which is pretty interesting. So and I feel like he did a really good job. I feel like there were some really great shots in this movie. I think the flow was really well done. Um, and of course, it also helps. This is a shorter book. And so yes. it's much easier to not have to cut out giant sections of it. It, to fit it, it always into a does help movie when the book is shorter. Yeah. But I also feel like it, there were still challenges, especially in the sense that the book so seamlessly goes between present day and the flashbacks to the past. Yeah, but I feel like that's almost easier to do in a film because you're visually. No, I, I agree. I would agree, except that, again, other movies have failed in that regard. That's true. That is, you true. know, like <laughs> they don't mesh the two stories is what like this movie did such a good job at blending the flashbacks and the and the telling of the multiple timelines and, and stories and and it is still a decently long movie it's almost two hours mm -hmm. which but, for 2003 especially like a 2003 disney movie that's that's a, a decently a PG chi a children's movie being yeah, an hour that's and 57 minutes that's a long movie but, but it's i remember God. being in raptured the entire time <laughs> yeah well and like, not to mention even like, as look a child at the cast so it's got shia labeouf it's got sigourney mm -hmm. weaver it's got john mm -hmm. voight um really those are the main big ones right where those it's are like the big ones yeah wow like and what's interesting is this movie was like shia labeouf's start yeah, yeah other than him being on even stevens he hadn't really done any full-length like movie motion picture premiere kind yeah. of things right yeah so this was big for him this is he did a he great was job young. he was young when he, oh yeah he did and i also really like uh cleo thomas who he played zero. Oh, he did so good i don't know if he's done much else since but i did think he did a really good job in this one yeah um i guess with talking about Shia LaBeouf and talking about Stanley, we can go into the one big difference like that the I think. Big difference, yeah. Everyone which is Stanley. <laughs> yeah, not so but much like, in personality. Yeah, it's more physical differences. Mm -hmm. Stanley in the book is just he's he's overweight. He's tall. Like he's a big. He's big for fourteen. Yeah, especially, and so because of his size. He's often taken to be kind of like a bully, even though he's not. Um, he's kind of quiet and then a bigger kid. So he's an intimidating um, presence. It comes across as an intimidating <laughs> presence. And so people often would adults, I would say, often would write him off as a bully. Um, yeah. And it's his his size and like what he looks like that really prompts also this when he gets uh, accused of stealing the shoes, right? Like, oh, yeah, this this kid is a troublemaker. He's a bully. Yeah, he, he looks like a punk. Right? Like, <laughs> it plays into that. Um, and that's also part of the reason why he gets the nickname he gets of Caveman. 
mm. because he's just this big, quiet, intimidating oh, oh, presence yeah. kind of thing. And so in the movie, it's it doesn't play out exactly the same with how he yeah. gets his nickname and, and everything because Shia LaBeouf does not. He's a small, scrawny kid in this movie. Yes. Um, not quite the same at all. But... Uh, and in the book, he does throughout all the digging in the desert lose a lot of weight. Like, yes, that's part of the story. Does. And so, like, by the end of the story, he is a skinnier kid. Mm -hmm. But I I mean, and I understand not wanting to, you know, have that in the movie because it's not necessarily a crucial part of the story by any means. No, but, but yeah, it was a, it was a major Really, the only major difference, the only that, major I saw difference. that I noticed. Um, yeah. I mean, there the were only some other. Small. There's so many small sequential changes, things. right? Where kind of like, specifically, I think, like with the flashbacks. Yeah, they kind like of had they to. kind of reordered where you learned certain things a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but it really didn't affect the overall story. I remember at all. as a kid. The flashbacks with Kissing Kate were always my absolute favorite part of the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and how crazy that it's freaking Gus. It's Dulé Hill. Oh, that's the other yeah. amazing person in this. Yes. As a kid, I didn't even remember that that was who, like, that that's who that was. Mm -hmm. And then I watched Psych, Sam. And then I watched it again. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's Gus. <laughs> it's Gus. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. But I, I will say, like, <laughs> the... Only other difference I really like made a note of was the scene where Sam dies. Like she's supposed to be in the boat with him and they're supposed to be he escaping. He doesn't get shot, right? I thought the whole he boat gets just shot, sank. but she's on the shore and just watches from a distance. No, but I'm saying in the book. No, he gets shot in the book. book. Does he? Oh, no, I guess he does get shot. Right. But she's on the yeah. boat with him. And then the but boat she's sinks. with him. And so I understand Maybe in a Disney movie, they were like, let's put that in the, in the, the background. distance. Yeah, and it's just like the silhouette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I get why they made that change. But that's the only other really like change that I made note of. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. That is a difference. A pretty big one. Um, a smaller difference is um, the Warden's Rattlesnake Venom nail mm. polish. Mm-hmm. Isn't it described as being red in the book? I'm pretty sure it's described as being red in the book. I, I don't remember. <laughs> That's a very small difference. Yeah. It's, just, it's like a pale, sparkly pink in the movie. But I was like, what? Shouldn't it be like a deep, venomous think, red? Like, yeah, you think I, it maybe should I be imagined red. that, right? Maybe that's just like totally something I added from my head because in my head, nail polish with venom in it should be red. Like, or, or black, green. honestly. Like, <laughs> That's yeah, again, it's like else. such subtle little so things. so small and subtle. Where it's like, oh, they, at the top of the thumb, they have to dig for the water in the book. Whereas mm -hmm. in the movie, it's like a river. And I'm like, I, it's whatever. Really, at least they were accurate in the sense that like it was dirty water. Like the yeah, water it's not was good more water. of like a mud puddle than like a clear, pristine river or something. Yeah. But. Which is fine. Like, I wasn't mad about that. Like, again, it's like, it's not things that I really was like, oh, that's a, that's changing yeah. things. <laughs> oh, I guess that's another small change, too, is um, in the book. 
oh, now I'm not going to remember exactly what it is. But in the book, Stanley's dad, Stanley Yelnats the third, mm. isn't originally looking for a cure to foot odor. No, yeah. He's trying to do something else foot related. And then, and then they in doing that, the stuff. accidentally comes across the cure for foot odor. Yes. And, does, and, then, and and that is what he ends up selling and and like making the money with. And that's what that is what takes off. But I can't yes. remember what he what is it that he's originally looking to like trying to do? I can't remember. Oh, I don't remember. But it is foot related still. But I can't remember. Well, yeah. Exactly. But again, it's such a small difference. But that it's such a small in difference. In the overall story, exactly. you're like, I don't even remember. Whatever. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> The result is the same. That's just it. It's like they they make a few subtle changes, but they don't drastically change the overall story. The message is still there. All the important characters are still there. Mm -hmm. They didn't like majorly change any of the other characters, really. Mm -mm. And I just think it's just such a good story because it's like multiple stories from like the different generations Woven together it and a it's curse that gets so broken. well yeah it's so it's so good yeah and it still is like character like all of the boys build character and it's it does show also um right like some of the other troubled boys who who weren't there for being wrongly accused right like He's this wrongly accused 14-year-old kid who's being sent to this work camp with other kids who actually probably did do something wrong. Something wrong. We don't know what. Broke some rule or some law. Yeah. Um, And to see them kind of build this camaraderie and some of them too kind of be like, hey, tell my mom I'm sorry. Hey, reach out to Mm so-and-so, right? And like build that that community and... They do build character yeah. through this process. Um, Eartha Kitt plays Madame Zeroni. Did you recognize her voice? It's Yzma. Oh, yeah, yeah that checks out. Yep, as soon as you said that. Freaking awesome. <laughs> Freaking awesome. Yeah. That's just, it's like, it's a great cast. Well, and Henry and Winkler like, plays Stanley's stanley the third stanley's dad right who yeah he's in parks and rec he's in all sorts of funny he's so things. he's such a funny guy um well i guess and that's, what he's best known for is the fawns oh uh, yeah that's that's a big one um yeah. but i feel like it's such a well-balanced story as well between comedy and seriousness with a touch of romance and like drama and tragedy and like it's just it really hits on so many different (laughs) emotions yeah it's just good Mm -hmm. maybe that's somewhat my nostalgia talking because i do remember watching this as a kid and loving it but but like i was skeptical going in i was like i remember loving this as a kid but maybe it doesn't hold up you know oh three like we said that is 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, um, it is 20 years ago, but I feel like it did a really good job. But I was like, maybe it won't hold up. So I was going in trying to beat the nostalgia and trying to be a skeptic. And like, yeah, obviously cameras are better nowadays. And like, but overall, yeah, it's still a banging movie. <laughs> yeah, what's like the... It is held the, up. Like, what's the word I'm the looking frame. for? For like the, the frame, frame rate. 
size ratio, and everything is all whatever. changed. The ratio my hus- and dimensions. My husband would be so things. mad if he heard me saying this. He'd be like, you should. And our older sister would know. She's a film. She's the film person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like. Aspect so ratio. Guys, I think that's aspect what it's ratio. <laughs> there we go. Um, um, but it's on Disney Plus. Just go watch it. <laughs> it's so good. Like, it really, the, the shots are good. The music's great. The acting's great. Um, I mean, obviously, it's aimed towards, it's PG. Like, it's aimed so kids can watch it. But I think even as adults, it's, it's middle enjoyable. Grade. It's, it is. But it's so good. And again, mm-hmm. it's easy. Um, like, honestly, all we're going to have to say about it are good things. So, yeah, I'm like, which, you know, you need a good variety because I'm mm-hmm. sure well, you're going to have one coming up here where we're going to rip into it. So it's good to Probably. have a balance. Um, but this is proof that it can be done, that there can be a very yeah, good like, adaptation. Well, this isn't the only one. Whatever. What other, we've had others. We've had others, but I think this is the best one. I think even in the others, we've had actual grievances, no matter how good they were. Yeah, I am now struggling to remember what the other good ones were. We've done a lot of books and movies now. Yes. And this is our 57th episode. Like actual episode. So that means we've done 57 ish books because I know we've split a couple. Depending on the movies. We've done 57 movies. That one I do know. Yes. So, yeah, I just can't remember all of them. It's fine. Um, but others have been great, right? Others have been. We've we've watched others where we were like, yeah, they're equally as good. Yes, Maybe Ella yes. Enchanted, I think, was one where we were like, yeah. Or like Howl's Moving Castle, where it's like. Except those were both so different. I remember? guess that's true. They were those different, books and but movies still good. were good, but totally different. This is one where it's such a true adaptation. That's true. It's You're like true. That's crazy. Good point. good point. Very true. Yeah. Um, we do have a couple fan faux pas, though I kind of doubt they're going to be faux pas. Yeah, I think they're kind of similar, too. <laughs> Um, we've got. What we're already two. thinking. I think we've just got the two, right? So um, do you want to take I, one and I'll take the other? Are they both on Instagram or did we have one on Facebook? I think they're all on Instagram. Let me look. Okay, I see the two on Instagram. Let me just double check on Facebook. Don't want to miss anyone. Okay. Uh, no. Okay. Yep. Just one's on Instagram. So, Alex Criddle says, this is one of the best book-to-movie adaptations out there. The there casting go. was spot on, and there are so many memorable quotes. I can fix that. Well, excuse me. <laughs> and my husband and I regularly say, you keep digging to our kids. <laughs> I'm tired of this, Grandpa. Well, that's too dang bad. <laughs> there are a lot of good quotes. Um... That last one, I think, became like a viral sound on something. It is. Um, It is definitely a viral sound. But the main difference I can remember is Stanley being bigger in the book and then losing weight throughout the story. But it didn't bother me that that particular plot point wasn't used in the movie because it would be so unhealthy to expect a teenager, and let's be real, a person of any age, to lose that amount of weight in such a short time. That is true. Spot on. 
Um, This did make me think of one other difference that I actually liked what they added in the movie. Mm -hmm. And that's when Kate is kissing Kate is dying. They added the hallucination of Sam. That's not in the book. Yeah. But of him saying, I can fix that. And I was like, oh, I love it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think that that was a great addition. Very sweet. Mm hmm. But I love Which is why I probably didn't even register that. You're right. That's not in the book. That was added. Yep. Yep. But thank you, Alex. I totally agree. (laughs) Yes. Um, And then the other one is from Allie. Uh, She said, having the author of the book write the screenplay was amazing. Not really sure there's anything bad to say. The movie followed the book quite well. I always enjoyed this movie. So it was fun to read the book and see that a book can be adapted into a good movie. See? Yeah, it's possible. It's possible if you just believe. yes, there's also helpful (laughs) things, right, with, yes, this book was shorter to begin with and all those things, but it is possible. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that's basically our thoughts on Holes. Well, I guess we did mention, though, also just the iconicness that is the song, Dig It. I mean, yeah, it's so good. Um, Which, again, these young kids today have never heard. They have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's like holes, you know. Holes, dig it up, dig it up, uh oh, dig it. Cause I'm the new man or whatever, and I'm the caveman or the thing, and and Shiloh, they all rap. All the kids from the tent rap, and it's really funny. And I just remember um, watching Disney Channel as a kid, and the little mini music video of those of that those boys singing that song yes would come on right like as a commercial as part of the commercial break and it would be like dig it the boys from tent d like (laughs) like in the corner because that's what music videos did they would say the song title and then like the artist right and like copyright 2003 like it was real banned there are people listening probably most people listening to us probably know what we're talking you, about you know what we're talking about right yeah. is that do music oh, videos man. still play like on mtv or anything like that i don't or think that's people really i don't think they people really watch, watch on youtube now stuff anymore <laughs> i feel like everything that you watch doesn't have commercials really anymore so no if somebody wants to watch a music video they watch them on youtube yeah you just look it up but that was a thing and I just remember that song coming on and that would yes. be, and it would be a bop and you would jam and out would, for that portion of the commercial It would get stuck in your head break. all and day. it would get stuck in your head like it is stuck in my head right now. So. Yep. But just that one part. Just, yep. just that one part. Just that one. Um, oh, well, this man. episode's kind of shorter because, again, there just yeah. really wasn't as much to talk about, unfortunately. I mean, like, we could, like, dive into the you know nitty gritty but it's just there's not really nitty like it's just not it's such subtle little changes like the nail polish color it's like it doesn't matter and again maybe i imagined that maybe the book doesn't explicitly state that the nail polish is red i could be wrong i don't remember won't be the last (laughs) no no i think something i will say is I am also like I was pleasantly surprised with how well this story has held up. I think that, again, if you've listened to this and somehow never read 
this book or watch this movie, definitely do so. Mm-hmm. It's a really nice, good story. But I, I wish recommended people to do that like four times. <laughs> yes. But I it's because we it's, mean it. It's crazy to think that there's people out there who don't know it. I think that's just like, mind. Not just haven't boggling. seen it. OK, fine. You haven't seen it. But like, come on. You don't even know what it is I'm talking about. That's insane to me. That's mind boggling. And it's such a good story and teaches such good moral values. I feel like it's just good all around. Yes. But other than that. <laughs> I mean, age old question, I guess. Was the book better? I, I, I don't think I would say it was better. No. They're pretty dang equal. And again, yeah, the screenplay, it's the same writer. They're both done by the same exact guy. Like, and it's hard because again, a phenomenal difference. The movie is so good, and obviously, I can watch it quicker than I can read the whole book. So it's like, if I I'm don't gonna, know. I can read a 250 page book pretty dang close <laughs> to two hours. <That's>, okay, <laughs> well, it's a lot easier for me to throw on a movie in the background while I'm cooking dinner. <laughs> Let's say that. So I feel like I if I'm say, I didn't time myself again. But, I read this book really quickly. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a very quick read. But I think I would watch the movie again rather than read the book again. Yeah. And so and I, I know, it's hard it for me kids. to say it's but better. my kids did watch part of it with me and they thought it was good go. as well. They were very intrigued. So. So no, no, no real conclusion on that. Equal book was good. Movie was good. Everything's good. It's just good, good all around. Good all around. Two thumbs up. Next week, mini-sode, we will be talking Harry Potter again, just because how could we not with the news of the new HBO series coming out or being made or whatever. We'll talk more about that and our thoughts and the news there in the mini-sode next week. Also... Just throwing this out here because, again, this is a very short episode. We have some time. Mm -hmm. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, which we did do a mini-sode talking about, is now going to have a film adaptation of it. Yep. So look forward to that. We're definitely going to cover it when it comes out. We'll have um, to. In full episode form. But I am really excited. I watched the trailer and... I'm excited to see how... I have not watched the trailer yet. I should do that. Oh, I would recommend. It's totally not how I pictured things in my brain. <laughs> really? Okay, yeah, now I'm curious. Um, But okay. it still looks like it's going to be good. It's just the characters look different than how I picture them in my pictured brain. them, right. Which obviously happens all the time. Um, But so that'll be another fun one that we'll definitely cover. But then next week, yeah, we'll talk more about the Harry Potter and... Uh, obviously more about just the trend of a lot of series getting TV show adaptations rather than film adaptations. Really long book series. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Oh, yeah. I think it makes more sense to do a TV I'm show. I'm not than mad movies. about it. There's yeah. a lot you, you miss if you do movies. So, yeah. But yeah, so next week, Harry Potter, HBO series, kind of our thoughts and updates on that anything we can find about that one and then the week after that 
We will be doing a standalone book called Hello, Goodbye, and Everything in Between. It's um, a Netflix original film adaptation of a book. So those are always fun. I mean, the last one we did wasn't great. So we'll see how this one does. But the author is Jennifer E. Smith. Hello, Goodbye, and Everything in Between. If you want to read that uh, and follow along with us on that one, that'll be in two weeks from now when that comes out. And that's all we've got when it comes to books. So again, if you have suggestions or want us to cover something specific, let us know on our social media. Yes. So um, anything else or I think, yeah, I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, please rate, leave a comment. You can do that on some on some podcast listening yeah. devices. Rate, review. But rate, review for sure, please. If you like the show and that only Share helps us. with your friends and loved ones. Share with your friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, thanks for listening and we hope you have a great week. And don't forget to read.